1: Take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the
0: the way way they they were. Hi, Chantelle. Hi, Grania. How are you? I'm very good. It's a gorgeous sunny
1: day in London. It is. And uh it's a privilege, a privilege as always, to live in the nation's capital. When it's sunny. When it's sunny. Although what I do say, and I know the sense I um, sound very Irish here, I actually prefer I love a drizzly day. I just feel it's so cozy.
0: Yeah, it's nice to be in I like, I mean, I think everyone likes it likes to be inside. I like it when it's really raining and you're inside, like a storm raining. And you're inside and it's not too cold and you haven't got to go outside and do anything. It's wonderful. So I do agree with you on that. I and mean, you get that, you get that smell. What's it called? Is it mm. petrichor? I think is the name mm. of the, um, the, the smell of rain. Anyway, we're not buried. getting any that at the moment. We're getting brilliant sunshine right now. So I don't know why we're talking about what's going to happen in about six months when <laughs> we're all going to be miserable about it. But can I just say your description? We're getting real Sandra Bullock rom-com vibes. Thank you. Right, All curled up with a big like roll neck. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah cup of coffee or cu- cup of tea well here's the tea oh nice one that was one of your best segues yeah that was one of the best oh, ones yet. two things i'm in love with this week
1: firstly mainly always and deepest in my heart i am in love with the unions oh. so a shout out to all the unions in the united kingdom this week striking for their rights and protecting us all uh love you at solidarity one of the best films in the whole world pride is on iPlayer and if you haven't seen it do watch it I think it's on Netflix as well oh my god I love it so much
0: being that you're all stuck at home because of the rail strikes now is the best time oh. to watch it and then appreciate why you're stuck at home so I love the unions and I also we are a love- pro-union podcast
1: if anybody understands the heartbreak of a union breaking up it's this
0: podcast that's all <laughs> <That's laughs> well played it was worth it just for that guys (laughs) and and we also a
1: big fan of of our our listeners we got an amazing email this week just the power of this podcast you know it just never I'm not surprised by the power of it big shout out to our friend Becca she was listening to George's episode when we were talking about Katie and Tom from Arts, and he was talking about the heart-shaped box of chocolates well she was listening to it with her boyfriend and he was so influenced that he went out and he bought her a heart-shaped box of chocolate that was made of chocolate can you believe believe it. it And it got us thinking, so what we've decided is we really want to hear more from our listeners and we absolutely love it when we do. So with that in mind, what we'd really love is if you're a fan of the podcast and you like listening to it, if you leave a review for us on iTunes with just a little fact about yourself, then me and Chantal will not only give you a shout out at the start of the podcast, but Mm -hmm. we will also decide the celebrity that we think you should be in a relationship with.
0: That's right. We're going to set you up virtually with a celebrity of exciting. our dreams for you. It's going to be very exciting. This is what you get. Care. Just to leave in a review, you get made. You get match made. It could be anyone. It won't be share. We're not, we're not just giving. Share. We're not just giving out share. So this is a recent review, and
1: it's I love the name of this person. It's from AsthmaFag. And they said uh, they really liked the, the podcast they and taste, uh, they really liked the Sindhu and Athena episode. So Sindhu was. She was Rupert Murdoch Wendy, and Wendy. Wendy and Athena was Cheryl, Cheryl and Ashley.
0: Ashley, that's right. Yeah.
1: Asthma Fag is a fan of sort of like unlikely will they won't they couples, the Murdochs mm-hmm. and a little bit of glamour but no she's glamour so who do you
0: think Asma and finds? well and and money because both the men involved in those are money as well mm-hmm. i immediately went to because of the money i immediately went to the recently made single bill gates bill but think, gates but i think bill gates is lacking the glamour quotient there mm-hmm. i think you need some more glamour behind this i was gonna say john collins
1: oh that's a good one <laughs> I can even think, like, in the wedding speech, her friends will make jokes going, Oh, Joan, we knew you'd end up with asthma at some yeah. stage. And then you
0: two would hey, laugh and be like, oh, Honestly. Please get us an invite. I've got my, in the words of Sarah Black, I'll get my hat ready. <laughs> well, speaking
1: of Nation Sweethearts, we certainly have one on the podcast today. She is indeed. absolutely incredible. She is so funny. She's so brilliant. She's one half of like one of the best sketch groups. That UK comedy has had a decade's lazy season. She is the incredible Freya Parker. The, the way, way they were. Hi Freya. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Hi Freya. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for being on our podcast. And um, so, Gabby. So this I thought was very funny. So our podcast is famously about couples
2: have split up mm-hmm. so do you want to tell chantelle who your original couple oh, that right. you were suggesting well i i had a few couples all of whom it turns out uh, are still together so it was <laughs> um, defeats the purpose there but what what, what was your number one was, what was the um, original one you suggested it, it was what's his name it was forrest gump and his wife tom hanks oh, and wilson God.
0: yeah great couple great unfortunately i think they'll never be the way they were a couple
2: I sort of knew the assignment, but then I think I just got swept into like, <laughs> couples I like. <laughs> Here's a couple I like. And I also offered up um, Goldie Hawn and her and Kurt Russell again, famously together. So Also
0: hope they're never... If either of those become a couple, I mean, it'll be a sad day, but it'll be a great day for us. We'll get I you back it. on. had a heart
1: attack because when the producer emailed me, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, I just thought, what a way for me to find out that they yeah. split up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm sorry about that.
1: It's just completely wrong. Are you so? We're a very romantic podcast. Do you consider you Mm. you a romantic person?
2: Yeah, I think I am. I'm definitely one of those people who, I don't know, maybe in the past have been like (laughs) Valentine's Day, whatever, but I am one of those people who's like, I gutted if I don't get some flowers or (laughs) things like that. And I also like, I love hearing stories of good relationships and, you know, soulmates and, not quite. I'm not not quite at twin flame level. Um of of engagement with the, with romanticism, but yeah, I, I think I'm definitely a romantic.
1: Well, you picked an amazing an amazing amazing couple. So, Chantel, I know. Shall I put my light
0: on cuz it's very dark? Yeah, you I'm are, get really, so, creepy. You I'm are disappearing. Get really creepy. You're going to really no. soon. I'm going to turn yeah, my light on. The time. sun's going down, babe. So, yeah. Chantel on the Zoom. You're you look great. What's the there secret there? Well, just good genetics. There we go. That's <laughs> ominous now. That's a shadow. And ball. also you can choose an option where it um, touches up your face. So it makes it look extra good. So look into it. Mm. <laughs> it's worth it. I mean, not
2: important. For right but now,
0: mainly, but... It's mainly, mainly genetics, mainly genetics. Yeah, I just yeah, wake yeah. up like this.
2: <laughs>
1: So, Freya, you brought yes. in an incredible couple, but as always, Chantelle doesn't know who they are. So we'd like to give her a few clues to sort of set the scene to see if she can guess who the, the star-crossed lovers that didn't quite make it that we're talking about. So I can tell you, Chantelle, they met in the golden year of 1987. Okay. Okay. 1987. Okay. The year Ronald Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Black Monday crashed the global stock market and Dirty Dancing made sure none of us were sitting in the corner. But something else was happening that year. All she wanted was a few good men
0: and he made To me more than Bruce Willis. To me more than Bruce Willis. (laughs) To me more than Bruce Willis. (laughs) am i right bruce Willis? <laughs> yes. nice to me more and bruce willis nice i'm excited about this couple i was just doing a whole story about her i'm very excited about this couple this is exciting great i've been wanting to have them all and freya thank you so much this is a gift oh
2: my pleasure my pleasure i'm really so, excited oh good choice
0: freya why
1: why was it this couple when you went through all the couples that were sadly still together why was this the couple that you were like i am interested in them
2: think the thing about bruce and uh demi slash demi is that they they just seem like such a even though they are split up they're just such a good example of of being in a partnership and being a couple like even though they yeah they're not together anymore but there's still something i think like quite romantic about how they've there's love that remains there mm-hmm. and they've they're so committed to like <laughs> they're so committed to raising <laughs> like raising their kids together and being this sort of blended family and it just seems like Something quite kind of dignified, even though they obviously divorce is always messy. But they, they just seem like very like dignified and true friends. They sort of give people hope. I
0: think with marriages that even if the marriage ends, the relationship doesn't have to end entirely. It just changes. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a nicer way to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. They've. What can I say? They've got my blessing. Both of them. They're good totally. eggs. Oh, this is a good one. They're good eggs. Yeah, and they seem to. They just seem to, like, like each other. Now they don't have to sort of also love each other. They just seem to, like, like each other and love each other in a different way. But,
0: yeah, they're, they're yeah like they yeah they seem, like, unbelievably happy for each other, finding love elsewhere. It's, it's yeah. like, unheard of. They didn't seem to have. It's bizarre when you consider how massive they were and how many kids they have and everything that they've stayed so into each other. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's a dream. It's a dream. I love it. Yeah. Well, before we get to their divorce, Mm-hmm.
1: First of all, we need to figure out how they even got together in the first place. So, I know what you're thinking. What about their star signs? So, Bruce Willis, 19th of March. He's a Pisces. Demi Moore, 11th of
0: November. Scorpio. Oh, we got another Scorpio. Uh-oh. Danger town. Ding, ding, They ding, are ding. tricky. So, according to... The
1: stars above or the astrological compatibility website that I go on (laughs) once a week. What percentage do you think their star signs give for this combination of relationship to work? Which do you think? What do you think?
0: Maybe like 40. Is it 40? Uh, Chantal, what do you think? Um, first of all, I think you definitely go on the website more than once a week. We all know that. <laughs> and um, secondly, I'm going to say Scorpio and Pisces. I'm almost beginning to learn, thanks to you <laughs> telling me this crap every week, I'm beginning to learn what they think is compatible. But Scorpio is like a bad one. Mm. But I think Pisces might be a bit of a dicey one as well. So I'm going to say like 76%. 76%. Okay, so you, you hope. Well,
1: I according hope. to the planets... The biggest challenge for these partners is in relation to romantic love.
0: That seems to make sense for how they've ended up, actually. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that, that adds up.
1: Scorpio, Demi, doesn't care for love very much, whereas Pisces, Bruce Willis, adores it. This can be very unfortunate if Scorpio, Demi, dismisses the emotional need of Pisces, Bruce Willis, to be satisfied and loved at the same time. Bruce Willis, Pisces, is a sign of orgasms, strange sexual experiences, and all the sexual weirdness. Wow. Mm. Okay. If they understand the emotional depth of Scorpio, Demi, their love could be more resilient. This is the 70% compatibility.
0: (sighs) Oh my God, I was close. Oh, that's good. I called
2: it. That's that's much better.
0: That stands up to where they are. That makes sense. Mm. So Bruce Willis, bit of
1: a sexual weirdo. Demi Moore, bit of a bitch. Difficult to be romantic. <laughs> so, well, let's have a look at sort of their backstories. So, we'll go to Bruce first because yep. Demi, there's a oh, lot more to work. <laughs> so, Bruce Willis. So, he's uh, comes from a very working class background. He's the eldest of four children. He's a stutterer. So, hmm. he goes to drama classes, try and help with his stuttering, and then realizes he loves performing. So he says he comes from a long line of blue-collar people. His mother worked in a bank. His father was a welder. But they divorced when he was 16. And that really impacted him. Mm. And then, so here's some jobs that Bruce Willis had before he became Bruce Willis. He was a security guard at a nuclear plant. That, that adds up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
2: Bruce. That's <laughs> classic Bruce. His name's Bruce. Classic Bruce. Come on. Yeah. But
1: imagine like the one thing between, you know, The northeast of America and a nuclear meltdown is Bruce Willis. Willis, That's who I would
0: choose. Who else would you you get? (laughs) That's that's what you want. That's the guy I trust.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you worked as a security guard in a nuclear plant, a private investigator, and as a bartender. Before. fame On Moonlighting. He mm. just
0: worked as the Joe. He, he was just a method actor without realizing <laughs> <he> it. <did. laughs> just getting into all these roles before I had to play them. <laughs> so
1: Demi had sort of a rockier start than Bruce. So she was born in New Mexico. Both of her parents quite bad alcoholics. So she had a really, really rough start in life. Her mother really struggled with mental health and addiction. Her mother tried to commit suicide quite a few times and she had to step in to like physically take the pills out of her mother's mouth. Yikes. And her dad was a low-level con artist and cheated on her mother loads. That's the worst kind of con artist. I was going to say,
2: if you're you're going to be be a con artist, be high level, yeah, mid
0: or high. Lean into the grift, but a low-level con artist. Just one step up from a pickpocket. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah,
2: embarrassing.
0: At least be, yeah, like a lovable con artist, not just a shit
1: husband con artist. (laughs) (laughs) So, Demi says about this time for life caretaker became the basic hat I wore. I thought I can't have a problem because I'll be too much of a burden. I couldn't afford it. They couldn't afford it. Their emotional fragility was beyond them. We have different armors we put on to get our needs met. That was my basic function. Let me take care of you because then if you're taken care of, I'll be okay. Oh, that's
0: Aww. not great to be as a yeah. kid. So
1: she's a rough start at the age of 5 she developed a kidney dysfunction and then basically years later the doctors were like oh this is caused by extreme stress
0: oh my god bloody oh, hell so extreme stress at 5 <laughs> that's not stresses. that should just be like getting into the sandbox or not that should be all the stress you have at 5 mm-hmm.
1: yeah so um her mum realises the relationship is unhealthy that she's in with Demi's dad so she starts seeing a therapist so do you think this is going to provide some some stability the fact that her mum is in therapy
2: for young Demi yeah definitely I think it's all it's sunshine from here on out isn't it <laughs> <It's>,
0: isn't <laughs> it everything works out and that's the end of the story right
2: oh, well great <laughs> oh, thanks for having me on guys
0: thanks no problem <laughs> that you bye see you next week guys catch you later <gasps> It's all brilliant until
1: her mother starts sleeping with the therapist and then leaves Demi's dad to move
0: move in with the therapist. See, now that therapist, high-level con artist, you see. That's how how you do it. They get the ladies.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Take notes, Daddy Moore. That's
1: right. (laughs) So... Then, sort of, this is like a very disruptive, uh, you know, pattern. Her parents keep splitting up and getting divorced, splitting up, getting back together. So her dad only agrees to divorce if he gets custody of Demi's little brother. And uh, Demi Demi was, like, really upset by this because she was like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. So then her parents finally split up. And then just a few months after her parents divorced, Demi figures out thanks to, like, looking at her birth certificate oh, and no. her parents' marriage license, that
0: her dad isn't her biological her dad. dad. Oh, no. golly.
2: Oh, gosh. Okay, Man. so
0: who's the who's the dad? Do we ever find out? So then
1: she meets the dad, the biological dad, once, but it's, like, a little bit weird and there's no bond or connection. But even, like, rougher is, apparently when she, you know, found out when, it, basically, apparently everybody else in her family knew that The person she called dad wasn't her biological father, and apparently, as soon as it became like an open now, even Demi knows that kind of like ended her relationship with her Her dad.
0: Oh god!
2: Oh god! That's really bleak.
0: So her journey with men started off pretty rocky.
1: Whatever relationship she has later on, maybe Mm. she didn't have the best role models for how to have a functioning, happy
2: marriage. Sounds like that's why she needs a needs a hero stepping in. I'm not a doctor, she,
0: but... She needs a PI and a security card wrapped up in one with, with bartending <laughs> yeah, yeah. skills. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, kind of a dream package, if you ask me. <laughs> Those are three great qualities in a man.
1: <laughs> he
0: can knows how to defuse a nuclear reactor. He can track down anybody you
1: want and he can make a cocktail. He can make a mean yeah. Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. So her and her mom, so they moved to California and she is at school but not really going to school but she mainly just goes out partying all the time with her mum. And then there's sort of like random people calling around to the house quite a bit and there's this guy that was like a friend of her mum but she didn't really like him. Basically, she comes home one day from school, the guy is in her house, he sexually assaults her and then she finds out a few weeks later that her mum had let him into the house and given the man... The key in return for cash.
2: What? Oh my
0: god! Oh, god. oh my god! That this, is absolutely. This does become a fun no, podcast to our listeners. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. Freya, I'm sure it gets all you? fun and scandal soon. <laughs> this is kind of not how it's supposed to be, guys. Freya,
2: great. <laughs> oh god, so, that is proper hardcore rough times
1: she's so she's you know she's
2: having a rough go of it
1: so and remember she's just 15 at this stage so at 16 not surprisingly she wants to get out as quickly as possible so yeah she starts dating this guy he's like in his mid-20s he's very Mm -hmm. stable Mm -hmm. she she moves in with him his mom works for Aaron Spelling's production company so she gets Demi a job working as a receptionist so for the very first time she's got stability Mm -hmm. she's got you know, a regular income. So how long do you think this lasts? Well, not that long. <laughs> yeah, I'm not she's, surprised. <laughs> she's out at a nightclub called the Troubadour. Where oh, the Troubadour, Freddie yeah. Moore, leader, I think he's like in this pop band. I don't know what pop band he's in. Anyway, he is 12 years her senior. He's married. Demi just like falls out head over here. Sounds like everything. a catch. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. <laughs> so she dumps her boyfriend and starts going out with Freddie Moore. He gets divorced and Demi gets married to him. Mm-hmm. Just around this time, she finds out that the man she thought was her dad had died by suicide. So she's oh, like grieving, Jesus really traumatized. So she's like, let's get married. So This is how she describes it. The night before we got married, instead of working on my vows, I was calling a guy I'd met on a movie set. I snuck out of my own bachelorette party and went to his apartment. Why did I do that? Why didn't I go and see the man I was committing to spend the rest of my life with to express my doubts? Because I couldn't face the fact I was getting married to distract myself from grieving the death of my father. Because I felt there was no room to question what I'd already put in motion. I couldn't get out of the marriage but I could
0: sabotage it. Well, just one healthy choice after another so far.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's all checking out, Demi. <gasps> oh, well. I think this might be the, gri- do you think this is the grimmest it's, the way they it's were? Definitely, it's definitely up there. I mean, I can't think of a, I don't think we've had a darker <laughs> origin story so far. So yeah, this one's, this one's topping it. So this is going to be hard to beat.
1: <laughs> it beats her triumph at the end. It's going to be so much more
2: earned. Sure. Yeah, yeah Sure. Yeah.
1: So she's married to this guy. She Mm -hmm. starts work on the soap opera general hospital. That's a big one. Yeah. So she's finally She's doing well. She's earning Mm -hmm. money. Then she gets cast in a film. Blame it on Rio with Michael Caine. She's doing well. She's popping. She's like the next big thing. Nice. Then in 1984, she stars in a film called No Small Affair, opposite John Cryer from Two and a Half Men and Pretty in Pink so this is how in her biography she describes what happened John fell for me in real life too and lost his virginity to me while we were making that movie it pains me to think of how callous I was with his feelings that I stole what could have been an important and beautiful moment from him I was sort of losing it right then and I was definitely not in a place to take care of somebody else's feelings so that's how she remembers it. Then on the release of the memoir, this is John Cryer's response. Oh, no. Well, the good thing about this is she doesn't have to feel bad about it anymore because while I'm sure she was totally justified making that assumption based on my skill level and the stunned look in my face at the time, I'd actually lost my virginity in high school. Oh. <laughs> But she's right about the other part. I was over the moon for her during a very troubled time in her life. I have nothing but affection for her and not a regret in the world.
0: I feel like John Carr has been typecast his whole life, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think had, I don't think he's had to stretch too much to play his roles in Pretty yeah. Pink. and America, America's
2: virgin, John Crow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But it says, like, even uh, with all her exes,
1: everybody speaks, apart from one exception, which we won't go into, everybody Mm -hmm. speaks very highly of her. So even though, you know, that was, like, quite embarrassing for him, he still is, like, love Demi, she's really nice. Also, that does sound like,
2: like, you you wouldn't know her, but she's, like, she's stunning and I actually lost it to her, like, five years ago, so.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it does sound a bit like that. My girlfriend in Canada, it does sound a bit like that. (laughs) Okay, John, sure. Sure. Yeah, John.
2: Is it great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, buddy. Okay.
0: So, she,
1: she, you know, obviously, because of, you know, her troubled background, so surprising, she had a lot of problems around this time with cocaine. And then mm-hmm. she was offered this huge part in St. almost Fire, this like big, iconic, you know, launched this whole like next generation of Hollywood mm-hmm. stars. But the producer was like, Demi, you have to get clean, otherwise... You're not. We can't cast you because she had a bit of a reputation at that stage, and mm-hmm. she just was like, "Okay, yeah, cool. This is what I need to do," and that was it. She just went away to rehab, and that was it. She cleaned her act up.
0: Mm-hmm. But her character and... in Saint Elmo's is like a big druggy, fall, falling apart girl, anyway. So if anything, she was just prepping for the role. <laughs> she was method acting it. She was method. Mm. I get once again. She was method,
1: just like Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> so she on the it. set of st elmo's fire she needs the
2: next sort of love in her life little emilio, emilio. Oh. here he comes i was obsessed with him when i was a kid were, were you yeah i mean me and my brother were we loved the film young guns and young mm. guns too i just had a real bizarre crush Sure. I mean, he's
0: not exactly unattractive. He's little, but he's hes a good... He got the best of um his father's looks. Yeah, he's, I think he's, so. He certainly... Think, and of him and Charlie, he certainly wins, I think,
2: looks-wise. I think he's aged the best. Yeah, oh, definitely. Well. Yeah. Charlie, yeah. well... Well, Charles
0: in but. every way. In every way, <laughs> in every, yeah. In every way. <laughs> <laughs> think, That's not too difficult.
1: What um, Emilio Estevez, I think, has is... In any other situation, he is like the most unbelievably handsome man in the world. But mm. because he's just
2: like in like Hollywood films,
1: he can kind of play the whole, oh, I'm an everyday
2: nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And yeah, he, he feels like... attainable. Mm-hmm.
1: So she so she really loved him, but it wasn't just him. It, it was because like her, fa- his family and Michael Sheen. It is Michael Mar- Sheen. Martin, Martin. Martin Sheen. I always get them mixed up. Michael
0: Sheen is a different person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he also exists. <laughs> Martin Sheen. Michael Sheen was playing Martin Sheen <laughs> in that period. But she just loved the family because, you know, they were such a like strong family and they were like really smart and they sort of like sat around the kitchen table and she, she had never had that. So she mm. really loved and, and she got on really well with... With Charlie Sheen and yeah. everybody, so she thought. Right, this Emilio Estefaz, hes like steady. He's going to provide the security that she never had. This is the family she always wanted. Until and bear in mind, they got—they basically got engaged like two months after
0: they met, as is the way.
2: It's she good, said, good, more good choices. He did
0: that a lot, Emilio. He's always, he always gets engaged really fast, Emilio. So she she said Emilio and I had
1: just emailed out the invitations for our wedding when a friend told me she had seen him out with somebody in L.A. He denied it, of course, but I was having a hard time trusting him when during a two week breakup a few months before he'd slept with an ex-girlfriend. Lied about it, and then been forced to tell me the truth when he found out she was pregnant.
0: Oh, Emilio, he's um, into marriage, not commitment. There's a big difference. Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: very <laughs> unattractive behaviour. There.
0: Oh no! Again, he does that a lot as well. A lot of his exes have similar stories from Emilio.
2: Yeah, and he seems so sweet, doesn't he?
0: He dislikes <laughs> a lot of people.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's got that cute face that you trust, and that's that's, right. how, that's how he gets you. That's how he gets you every time. <laughs> that's how he gets you. Look down, there's a ring on your finger. Yeah. got me again. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So then she said, okay, well, I know what the solution is. It worked out for my mom. We'll go see a therapist. Great stuff. So they go see the therapist and Emilia was asked to share his priorities. And Demi said, you'll be shocked to hear I was pretty low on the list. So I postponed the wedding indefinitely.
2: Well, that's a good,
0: good decision. Good way that to find actually, out, though. Yeah, she she did well. Finally, we're having good decisions from Demi. She's growing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: In a way, and the she, therapy worked. She didn't yeah. sleep with the therapist. She didn't sleep so with him. That's
2: that's generation
0: good. learning from the past.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's broken the cycle.
0: She's broken. That's right. Good. Okay. So far, th- things are looking up, in a way. Things are looking up. And <laughs> things are about to get a lot
1: more interesting because while she's still on and off with Emilio Estevez, he has a little film premiere to go to, which he brings Demi along to. It mm-hmm. is the 1987 premiere of his film with Richard Dreyfuss, Steakhouse. Yes. So while she she's there with her then Beyoncé, she meets a new up-and-coming TV star, Bruce Willis, for there the first is. time. There we are. Okay, we're in. So this is how she remembers meeting him for the first time. She says, My first impression... He's kind of a jerk. Great. (laughs) Bruce was looking at me as though he went. So apparently at the after party, he was like making like cocktails, like showing off his old, his old skills from his bar days. Of course. Yeah. So she was say she said, Bruce was looking at me as he went through his bar moves. He was so attentive as the evening progressed so, why do you think he was a bit off with her at the start, and then got friendlier as the evening went on? What, what do you think could be a reason why he was maybe a bit weird
2: with her at the start? Oh,
0: um, was he playing a game? With his was girlfriend? He, was he, his girlfriend?
2: Yeah, was he nagging her?
0: Did, did, yeah, well, I thought I thought nagging immediately. Yeah, but then also did he have, did he have a girlfriend? Did he have a date that was there? He, he, he and had a date brought, left. He had brought. A oh, date of, course the did, of course he did. <laughs> yeah, of yeah, of course, course he did. Of course he did. Classic. That, that's her type. Hmm. <laughs> 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 And then what, his date left and then he started getting a bit warmer to her. Well, so uh,
1: apparently as the evening went on, he started getting more friendly. So Mm -hmm. apparently, Emilio noticed what was going on, Mm. got really annoyed and said, he's all over you like a cheap suit in the rain. Mm. And then she thought, oh, no, 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 no. So then uh, he asked for her number. He writes it down on his arm. Then at the end of the evening, he walked her to her car And she says, I'd never encountered treatment like this before. Bruce was so gallant in his own boisterous way, a real gentleman. When I said it was time for me to go home, he walked me to my car. He was so eager about it, like a little boy who didn't want to miss the ice cream truck. When he asked for my number, I felt a wave of schoolgirl flutters.
0: When a boy writes his number on his arm, there's something about that that will just always—it always works to it's the men hard, out there. Then. If if you're asking for a girl's number, don't put it into your phone. Write it on your arm. I promise yeah. you, there's something just extra hot and like romantic. And there's just something about it that is just—it's a move. It's a
2: move. It's
0: a move. It's very, it it it's means very spontaneous,
2: isn't it? If it's in Sharpie, I'm like, ah, oh, well, let's why don't we That's just turn it much. down a bit? But I think. Yeah. A, b- In, a bit of biro. Biro's a biro
0: hot. pen on your arm. It's, it's, yeah. it's a hot move. It's a good move. I highly recommend it. I've never had it done. One day, <laughs> <laughs> someone will write my number on their arm. But it's it's a move. Or if they like take your arm and write their number on your arm, that's yeah, that's a move a as well. Anything touching, involving yeah. pens and arms, I'm just saying, that's yeah. the way to exchange phone numbers. Yeah, Putting it into the phone is basic. Pray how did you meet your husband? I actually met him at a wedding.
2: Oh! <gasps> Um, all right yes. was it his
0: wedding to me more <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's just say i was the cause of a lot of upset in that uh, relationship
0: <laughs> did finally you finally the when, when they when they asked anyone anything to say negative
2: you were like yes actually i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah his basically his friend was marrying my friend so we were both kind of vetted and yeah we sort of we just yeah started talking and then realized like oh we've got Remember thinking like, oh, I've got a lot to say to each other, and my friend was like, Ooh, "I can see talking. and I was like, "Oh, just, <laughs> just tell me, like, you know, is he, is he spoken for? Is he gay? Is he, is he nuts?" And she was like, "No, he's like a nice man. <laughs> he's oh, a nice, normal God. man, and he's available." Cause, and it was just at a point as well where I'd been single for quite a long time and I'd been, I'd been like on, on the apps, and I was just like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just gonna be alone, and. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Brackets, not at all. And then, yeah, and then just randomly let him at a wedding.
0: Oh, well, lucky you. It happens, listeners. It can happen to anyone. Yep, it happens. Just go to weddings. Well, Demi had a sign that
1: this guy was something special because Mm -hmm. when she was driving, after meeting him and him sort of like shaking the cocktails, trying to impress Mm -hmm. her, pissing off Emilio, uh, she's driving out, so uh, this is so cinematic, so I really want you, you can close your eyes if you want. <laughs> yeah. I want you to picture this, you know. Podcast mm. is a very visual medium. Yep. I really think it will come into its own here. So she was driving home along mm. the quiet, moonlit Pacific Coast highway, right? Mm. She's driving yeah, alone. What... She's in her thoughts, maybe the wind in her hair, in yeah. Her hair, yep, yep. She says in her biography, in her memoir. And then I could swear I heard my name in the wind. It was a stretch limousine in the next lane. <gasps> she pulls down the window, looks out. Bruce Willis and his buddies were poking up through the open sunroof, waving were.
2: and shouting, "Hey, Demi!" Oh, this wow. guy—he yeah, Bruce that's has it, got the it? moves. That's how you. That is how you do it. That's so
0: Hollywood. Uh. Bruce, yeah. it's so Hollywood. In my mind, it's him and like two other guys, and one of them and one of them's holding a the champagne bottle as well. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. have the glasses, and they're all like in tuxedos. And yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them's like smoking a cigar, and they're hanging out, going, "Woo, they old to me. Oh my god!" And it's yeah, like that's... warm. It's like they're in a breeze, but it's a warm breeze. It's and, warm. Yeah. It's
2: definitely warm.
0: Yeah. And yeah, yeah. somehow the traffic's fine because neither of them are driving. You know, as yeah. the professional drivers, so that's, yeah, it's like all it's safe. It's
2: safe. Like if this was an episode oh. of Casualty, you'd be like, "Oh <laughs>
0: okay, they watch out the bridge coming!" All right. There's IP. This one is fine Yeah
2: <laughs> Oh this is so God I think I'm falling in love
0: With Bruce Yeah, yeah me too I'm, That's hot And Phil Collins For some reason I imagine Phil Collins Music playing in the
1: background <laughs> Yeah I can hear yeah, that yeah. I, can, I
2: can hear some Phil Collins In the yeah, background Yeah a hot some night is sister studio Phil Collins going on. Yeah in, in the open road Yeah I'm into it I am into it
1: After this one what They start dating right Now just bear This is sort of foreshadowing At this stage Bruce is about to go film Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Demi is a famous film actress, but during this period, this is important, she's between acting roles. So she's mm-hmm. really busy, but she's just doing promotional work. So she's not mm-hmm. like on a film set. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So. And I would argue as well, if I can say something, I would argue, I don't think Demi was that famous then. Not like, this wasn't like ghost Few Good Men Demi mm-hmm. me more. This was still the beginning. So she was kind of still like a new starlet on the scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I imagine it's quite an important part of her career, important moment in her career. She's not, she's not completely like established yet. Mm-hmm. But she's definitely, yeah, she's around. You haven't mentioned Emilio. Did she dump him like that night? Oh, they're, they're <laughs> over. They're, they're done over. He's gone. old news. He's old news. He's on to Paula Abdul. Okay,
1: let's go. <laughs> He's crying with Martin in the kitchen. It's yeah. done. It's over. Four months into the relationship, they go on an unplanned trip to Las Vegas to watch a boxing match. Mm -hmm. On the way in, she says, we're moving to the gambling tables when Bruce says, I think we should get married. We've been joking about it on the flight there, but suddenly it didn't seem like he was kidding. So then spontaneously that night, four months after meeting, they got married in the Golden Nugget Hotel.
0: This seems wow. to be a theme in our podcast, getting married mm. very quick. I'm just saying to anyone listening, <laughs> this does yeah. seem to be a theme. Most of the couples seem to get married very fast. Hint, hint. Just yeah, just wait. Just wait a little <laughs> bit. anyone listening, give it some time. Let it marinate. Yeah. There's no rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> four months <laughs> it's like in. One tax year. One tax year. Yeah, give year. it, yeah. One, one full tax calendar year, slash yeah. tax year. Yeah.
2: And if you're and, in like a place, if you're sort of drunk in a place with no clocks, maybe just think, let's take a step back. Let's take a See beat. how you
0: feel the next morning.
2: Yeah. Maybe it need some oxygen, some fresh air. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So a month later, they have another ceremony. This time they have it. It's sort of produced by their studio because they both work for basically the same studio. So it's on a big mm. Hollywood soundstage. Who officiated their marriage? Do you want to take a guess? Who officiated the marriage of Demi Moore and Bruce Willis on
0: a Hollywood stage? Oh, my God. What and a God, fun is it- question. I mean, it could
2: be anybody at that time.
0: I mean, you're yeah, you haven't got an egg. We have it. Oh God, who could it be? Is it now? someone like Bob Hope?
2: Is it like an absolute like
0: okay, old timer classic? Bob Hope? Okay, good. Chantal, what do you think? Oh golly, I'm thinking more of like one of her like peers, like. Like a Jason, Jason Patrick Foster. type or something like that. Ooh, <laughs> some, yeah, yeah, yeah. some like eighties actor around. But maybe maybe so you're like Madonna right track. <laughs> yeah, Sean Penn or just one of his like peers is cooler, but that would make them have to get maybe it's someone more like old school, like a Johnny Carson type, something like that. Okay. Well, you're both um, wrong. Okay. It was little anyway. Richard.
2: Oh, that oh, wow. That is so cool. <laughs> That's How did they so know little Richard? Oh my God, that's so cool. Imagine the noise he'd make. You're married. Look <laughs> at the noise he'd make. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I wonder what he wore. Some sort of... Oh, he definitely
0: outshot both of them. We yeah, know. yeah.
1: And keeping in the spirit of things moving very very quickly, uh-huh. apparently on the night of their wedding, mm. their first baby is conceived. Oh my goodness. <sighs> it, it. <laughs> so this is four months. Well, let's say five months for the second wedding
0: the baby I is connect. conceived right okay I yeah
1: yeah is that rumor is
0: so rumor, rumor, rumor is, is conceived
1: she's born in august 1988 so let's see they meet in 1987 in
2: july within and straight in. a year they're married with a baby oh very katie price that's, of her yeah that's nuts isn't it i'm quite risky for demi at that time in her career to have a baby
0: isn't it yeah that like i said just still like i said just up and coming starting to make everything happen i bet her agent Mm. was none too pleased (laughs) yeah Well,
1: so she says, so she has the baby, uh, she has a rumour, but then she she suddenly, I mean, they don't know each other. They don't really know each other. (laughs) No, they don't. (laughs) And she suddenly feels a need to schedule a lot of her work around Bruce's schedule, because this is the first time where she's sort of getting proper film working offers. Mm -hmm. And he's just, he's done Die Hard, so he's suddenly becoming really busy. And she said, he said, this will never work if you're off shooting a film. What he meant was our life wouldn't work if I wasn't engrossed in something outside of our family. I felt way too much anxiety to have a real conversation with Bruce about our assumptions regarding work, gender roles and parenting. Okay, here we are. All Mm. right. So, bit of a red flag already. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, when he left to film Hudson Hawk... Things were in a very precarious state. I went over to visit once. This is Demi. And frankly, I had the feeling that he had screwed around. It was tense and it was weird. And then he said to her, so remember, they they haven't been married, like, married, what, two, three years at the very most. They've got a baby. Apparently, on the way to film Hudson Hawk, he said, I don't know if I want to be married.
0: Oh, so the cracks were starting back then. Oh, my God. Oh,
1: Bruce. Okay.
2: Oh, she
0: said she felt sucker punched.
1: Bruce and I had met, married, had a baby and just done a lot very quickly. It was as if he woke up a few years later and thought, whoa, is this what I want? Or mm. do I really want to be free? I think he was struggling to resolve a conflict within himself. He wanted family and grounding, but he also craved excitement and novelty. Mm. Basically, he wanted to do whatever the fuck he
2: wanted.
0: <laughs> he wanted his cake and he wanted to eat it all as well, of course.
2: Yeah.
0: What year are we talking now? Are we like 1990? so uh yes so that's when planet isn't that when planet hollywood opened as well well listen Mm. and we haven't
1: even talked about the town they bought together oh yes 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 do you remember they bought their own town yes they moved to a small town in 1988 they moved to a ranch in hang on let me get this right in idaho and they wanted to go somewhere where could they just be regular people. So then mm-hmm. they just bought more and more houses in this town until eventually they built the whole town. That's the way. What's the way to do it? Uh, they installed a movie theater, a 50s style diner, and a nightclub called Mint. is <laughs> the nightclub. And this Mint. is this thing about the whole town. And then for Demi's thirtieth birthday, Bruce Willis bought her a mansion. To house her porcelain doll collection.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Wow! <laughs> How
0: many wow. dolls does a thirty-year-old woman have?
2: You need a mansion yes. for it. Oh, what a weird well, imagine woman! That's where that's where you're at when you're thirty. At thirty, that's insane. Town, that's just
0: that's mad, isn't it? Your husband buys you a mansion for your porcelain for dolls, your porcelain for dolls, for your dolls, for your dolls.
1: I think oh my that goodness. was fame in the 90s. I think people were more ridiculous. I mean, everybody's so earnest and like, oh, I'm down to earth. And, you know, look oh, at yeah, me getting
2: coffee. Then. In the 90s, it was like we bought a town. Yeah, that's like they literally, they, they can just give it away. That's like yeah. sort of, I bought a jet. Oh, I'm going to buy a plane. I want to get get a jet ski today. Like, I can't drive, like, but I'm going to have 10 cars. Yeah, it was just crazy money back then as well. Yeah. People weren't embarrassed as well. Like you say, there was no... Um, the eighties thing was still happening. I'm humble. I'm you know giving a lot of it away. It was like, no, look, I've I'm dripping with gold, and I've bought a town, and <laughs> I've bought this doll mansion for my wife.
0: <laughs> and also, bear in mind, both of them come from not much money. So, mm. also in a very nouveau riche way, to get a shit ton of money, that's kind mm. of what people tend to do: is to spend it on ridiculous things, just because they can. So, I kind of get it
2: in that respect. I get it, and sort of when you hear that people have come from such difficult beginnings, I'm. Stories like a doll mansion. Once once you know the missing jigsaw piece of the childhood, I'm kind of like, mm. oh, yeah, you have your doll mansion. You have your doll Demi. mansion You me. have it, you mate. You, it.
0: Yeah, you have all the weird stuff you She want. probably never had any dolls as a kid. Yeah. Oh, she think she about that. It.
1: But I think that's why they suited each other because they both came from mm. like a real working class background and you know like the arts isn't exactly a very friendly place you know there's it's so much like legacy families and you know mm. quite like rich people who can afford to be in the arts mm. so I think the fact that both of them really did come from nothing yeah that probably outsiders. was like a real bond between them
0: yeah even though he did say he wanted to leave <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically as,
1: so he goes I don't know if I want to be married but here's what your mansion. You... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Demi's sort of stuck at home in her doll mansion, just mm. figuring out that. And almost immediately, what happens? She pregnant. pregnant. She gets and pregnant. This it seems to be the fertile. one thing,
0: the one through thread through the relationship seems to be the sex never dwindled, it
2: sounds like. They were all yeah. always banging. So that's nice. It's nice. So, it could also be one of those, like a fix me baby, like fix it baby.
0: They had, yes, yeah, they kept trying it after four, because yeah. right? they're not working. It's obviously not getting <laughs> fixed. <laughs> <laughs> well so she basically said that you know
1: she was like what the hell is going on and then when she found out she was pregnant again it was like whatever conversation that they should have had kind of never happened because the mm. focus became
0: on just having another baby is mm-hmm. this the pregnancy that resulted in the famous erie libevitz vanity fair shoot that exactly was so then she does ah, the famous
1: 1991 course, yeah. vanity fair cover which is so bad. Like, at the time, people... It was
0: so controversial. It's so mm. mad now. Well, just everyone copies it now. And no one... Yeah, it yeah. never looks as good. Because the thing is, you do need Annie Leibovitz behind the camera to make it look that good. Yeah, yeah. And we seem him done now. It just... The amount of friends... Well, not friends' houses, but people's houses who have, like, that picture of themselves. It just... It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You have to be to me more. And you have yeah. to have, I think you have to have a porcelain doll mansion to make that picture work.
2: You've got to have all the dolls with their own camera. Yeah. All- and they all take, and then it's a composite of all the dolls. That's right. Picture, and then that's what makes the picture. And I think, yeah, I think we've all learned that the hard way. But she
0: did. She looked brilliant. And it was the yeah, hair. Yeah, she's beautiful. And it was the first. That cool time, like a, hair. Yeah, the that cool hair. She really, she really pulled off that hair. A lot of girls can't pull off that hair. She really did pull it off. Mm. And just, she was the first one to be like, not overtly sexy. She wasn't like, mm, come get me. But it was this kind of like. It was it's still just, kind of sexy, but in a kind of like really respectful, dignified way. Mm. And I think now it's done, and it's often done in an overtly, like, aggressively sexual way, which isn't quite as I don't know, pretty to look at. It's not quite as
2: artful. Yeah, it's it's lines. very like I don't know, like a sort of Renaissance painting or something. Very
0: here. much, yeah. Very classy about it. It was, uh, it was it. a moment that was. I mean, I was in America then, and that was the talk of the town. That was I was yeah. a little kid, and even I remember when that came out. That was bloody everywhere. Was it?
2: Do you remember it? Oh, yeah, that was a huge,
0: that was a big pop culture moment. Mm. I vividly remember that being all the late night talk shows talked about it. It was All the other magazines mentioned, oh, my God, the scandal. It was a big, 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 big deal. There's a reason Mm. it was so, and still is so iconic. Well, so this is kind of like the
1: time when it's like they're both at their most famous. Mm -hmm. So she's done Ghost by this point as well Well, so did you a little, do you want to know a little interesting fact? A decent proposal she did? Yeah. Bruce Willis was offered the role that Patrick Swayze took in Ghost. Wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked. And he turned it down because he said, I didn't get it. I said, hey, the guy's dead. How are you going to have a romance?
2: <laughs> he Come like, on, not Bruce, <laughs> One not word for you. Imagination. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, the guy's dead? How's he going to have sex with I don't understand. I'm out. <laughs> Come on, Bruce. <laughs> Are we that- gonna do it? <laughs> do you think that's why he
1: took the six cents? Because was like, I'm not gonna make this mistake again.
0: Ghosts, <laughs> I'm yeah.
2: in. I learned my lesson. <laughs> so this it would have been. A to- Sorry, it would have been a totally different vibe, wouldn't it? With with oh. him in it, if you sort of replace it, there's this. It also would have just been about like them, and then I think They're it probably would have just been about him. Or I can see like if they were having issues, it would have just become some sort of weird.
0: It would have been a that... scandal based film. Yeah, it wouldn't mm. have been, it wouldn't have worked. We needed Patrick. So, this is, I've been reading some of the interviews and the whole thing about
1: Demi, especially at this time, was mm. how like showbiz, how mm. fabulous her lifestyle was. So, on the set for film, she would have an assistant, a dialogue coach, a masseuse, a psychic consultant, <laughs> a nanny for the kids, a bodyguard. A hairdresser, a makeup person, a stand in, and you would only travel by private jet and
0: limousine. Wow. <laughs> you had me as like a consultant Just, oh I wow. love it that is yeah. I mean sp- speaking of a high class con that is the kind <laughs> of con I'm after You you can get a job getting paid the amount of money she must have been paying this psychic yeah, yeah. consultant, consultant that That's means like that half consultant. the job is sitting around waiting to be asked to give some consultancy but oh that is a grift I can get behind
1: and so she was interviewed and um the interviewer noticed she had this a fax printed out from bruce on the wall of her trailer and Uh the fact the fax said how are you my angel is you at work or what do you still look the same fax my ass or something love your ever loving daddy
0: Wow. wow so that's how they talk <laughs> he really is a cowboy he really is really a cowboy. Is. wow I preferred when he was come out of the limousine to be honest he's, <laughs> yeah, he's shines coming guy, off it? but <laughs>
1: I love backs my ass or something so was that like in the 90s instead of like dick pics
2: or sending pictures of your <laughs> make a picture with sort of zeros and ones yeah if <laughs> <of> your boobs <laughs> that's hot that's hot <laughs>
1: But so, like I said, there's there's been a few crack lines in their relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though they have their own sort of town to work things through. The actor, <laughs> that's Bruce, told Playboy in 96, what is marriage? No woman is going to sati- satisfy a man's natural impulse to procreate, procreate, procreate. The impulse doesn't go away because you've had three or ten or a hundred kids. Yikes.
2: Okay. Oh, Bruce.
1: All right, so saying that. Demi, in an interview around the same time, said, Do I trust anybody? That's the question. Along the way, I've been shown it's okay to trust. So usually I go ahead and take the chance. But deep down, do I really trust? I don't think so. Does she trust her husband? Probably more than I do anybody. But the only person I really trust is my children. Well, it's just being honest.
0: But yeah, these two, it's not going well.
1: Yeah if you can imagine for it's a time mm-hmm. machine we're back sure. it's 91 yeah. well you get a phone call from bruce he's in town yeah demi's okay. in town yeah what do you imagine a night out with bruce and demi
2: at their height being so it's a double date you and your husband mm-hmm. what, what mm-hmm. do you imagine well i i think it's i think it's just excess i think it's like picked up in a limo i feel like it's Oysters and lobster, and like it's probably like you know, steak. You'd probably go to like a casino, maybe you go to like a sort of high class, like strip joint, and everyone would be like, <laughs> I'm okay with this. It's yeah, cool, I can, I can very much see that we're rich, a it's hilarious. I, and you know, Definitely. the women are like, Yeah, I'm fine that this is that we're doing this, but you'd yeah. have to be on edge the whole time because you know,
1: at any moment, Bruce Willis is going to take a harmonica out of his pocket, he's going to
2: walk on stage, he's going to start singing. Yeah. I think that's just a danger that 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 you have to live with when you're out yeah. of the town with Bruce. Uh, the, you know, there's there's men with musical instruments all over the world ready to ruin a party at any <laughs> at any given moment. So I think it would just have you just have to be you just had have to suck already, it up, basically.
0: Had he already had his what's it? What was his single? Is it express yourself. <laughs> so express yourself. That was the early days. That was Demi's yeah. early days. That yeah. was so. He's already had the music career; it's come and yeah. gone, yeah. right? But he's still bringing out for karaoke nights, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are we in the timeline of well, them? Well, so we're heading towards nineteen yeah, ninety-eight. It must be oh, okay, yeah.
1: June twenty-fourth, where they announced that they are filing for divorce. So how do you, what, why do you think, why did they, you know, they were so similar. They were like outsiders in, you know, a very sort of chaotic profession. They seemed to provide stability for each other. Why do you think they seem to really love each other at the start? Why do you think
2: they weren't able to last the distance? I think there's a lot of push and pull with, with careers and someone being more successful than the other and that. I feel like that ebb and flow. If you're both sort of, kind of near the top, I just feel like all of the pressures of, of fame and money and success and desire and disappointment. I feel like it must be so. And you, you know, you got a town to run. You got all, and mm-hmm. you got, you got to keep all those dolls dust free. You got you dusting yeah, all the dolls. Yeah, that's true. civic duties there as well. Bin collection. You, you, you know, uni- yeah, you coordinating the bin collections in Ohio. Who's doing the and-
0: Christmas lights this year? Yeah, you know what I mean? the annual. It's St. Patrick's Day parades
2: coming up. Who's going to get the floats ready for it? There's a lot oh, going on. The floats. Demi's like, oh, Bruce, it's a night. It's a nightmare. So I wonder if no, it was this just village fates coming up again, Bruce. What are we going to fucking
0: do? Come on, I can't. It can't just be sausage rolls again. We got to mix it up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to make all the cakes myself. Oh, Demi, don't, don't. I can do it. I think it's the pre- the pressures of. Yeah, fame. I think often in a relationship, there's only room for one of one thing. So, like, I'm the damaged one. <laughs> or, like, I'm the famous one. And I feel like... Yeah, that's two, very true. I agree. There's, there's a lot of the same kind of energy. I think it attracts and repels. Because you often don't want to mm. see what you are in front of you. Like, I, oh, that's actually sort of quite difficult and maybe a bit ugly at times. And you might... I don't know. Um, yeah.
0: yeah I you two think broken, they were too similar? Two broken people that break. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: So sadly, they, they get divorced. Yeah. Willis uh, gets engaged to actress Brooke Burns, but then they break up.
0: Oh, God, I forgot about that time. Jeez.
1: Then he marries model Emma Hemming mm. in 2009, and they have two daughters. Mm-hmm. Demi is, is for three years, she dates a martial arts instructor good for her i think we can all agree yeah then 2003 she meets ashton kutcher well, which is yeah. another <laughs> another episode. another yeah. couple yeah that's, that's, that's another, episode. another episode, episode. we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, cover yeah, that yeah. another time but apparently at the time of going to breast she's happily dating
0: chef daniel hubb she had a girlfriend for years, didn't she? Like, kind of like a secret underground girlfriend. Oh, oh, I didn't. Yeah, it kind of it kind of would come out every few years in the media, in the celebrity media. Someone would find these pictures of them on their Instagrams and put two and two together and be like, "Oh my god, Demi Moore's got a girlfriend!" And then everyone would kind of forget about it. And then like three years later, it happened again. Like they go, "Oh my god, Demi Moore's got a girlfriend!" And it kind of kept happening for like a while, like eight like a long time, like almost like yeah, since right. Ashton. And then until the chef came along recently, that's like where we all thought she was, this quiet relationship with this yeah. rad woman. But speculation, there's no confirmation either way. They're either very, very, very good friends or um, a loving couple. Either way, she seemed very happy.
1: Well, so it comes to that part of the mm-hmm. pod, Freya, where we yes. have to ask you uh-huh. the big question. And you have to really dig down and mm-hmm. there's no, it's a very binary choice in yeah. every splish there are winners and there are losers so in the split between Bruce Willis and Demi Moore who thrived and who simply survived
2: oh god I think I think Bruce might have I was gonna say Bruce I think it's definitely Bruce I think just women just you just don't get that free pass you don't get to like make mistakes and fuck about it's all judgment and I think there's like there's that kind of elder statesman role which he's sort of grown into mm. um as he's you know got older and now that he's poorly it's all it's you know it's it's all sort of very sad and it shows that he's, he's very sort of loved his sort of his end point of how we see him is like oh he's like a he's a cool older guy who loves his kids whereas demi which i'm sure she was way more stable than the the press sort of made out was always like oh god the shame of Dating a younger woman, even though Bruce's wife is what, like, twenty, thirty years younger than him. Dating a younger man, you mean for her? Uh, sorry, a younger man. Yeah, a younger man. So there was always. So I think. Yeah, I think. I think he. I was going to say. And then sadly, the whole Kabbalah
0: thing. She was part of. Everyone kind of made fun of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then when
0: she got some cosmetics, or always alleged cosmetic, her face changed quite dramatically. Well, there was, should I say? Yeah, there's that, that picture was a big of her deal on the, of years on the years runway. On runway, the runway, that famous picture. Yeah, yeah.
2: It just looked And bizarre.
0: career-wise, aside from, I mean a few bits here and there I guess mm. for me the highlight is obviously Charlie's Angels full throttle sure, but aside when she was epic yeah. but aside from that I mean you can't deny that Bruce Willis' career has probably been I must say it's been amazing especially in the last few years but that's for reasons we've only recently found out why yeah. but mm-hmm. up until that point I think his career was probably undeniably more successful I would say yeah
1: but like the thing is considering the start he had in life I think mm. yeah, that yeah. surviving there is triumph in that
2: yeah, I, th- I think you're. I think you're really right. She, that's it's, it's so it's so shocking. Her her beginning it really is. I think you always assume just because they got nice teeth that everything's okay at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but also, what you're saying is right. It's almost like, of course, she's the survivor. That's all she's ever been is a survivor. Yeah, that's very you know, true. she was born a survivor. She will die a survivor. Yeah. So it makes sense that in this, she just survives on through. Yeah. yeah good for you to me and the fact that they've remained as we, we haven't even got what well, we mentioned at the beginning the fact that throughout all of this despite who thrived and survived they've remained such 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 close friends through all the various relationships yeah. all through lockdown they were all together and it was never seemed to be awkward for any of their new partners ashton and bruce got along really well to me yeah, and yeah. his and emma is it they, they get along really well like everyone seems to
2: yeah. get along they, so yeah they seem to weirdly have had even divorced, like just a very successful yeah partnership and there would which have been yeah, a lot which is...
0: of there would have been a lot of assets to separate there. they have a whole town to divide up, <laughs> yeah. and it seemed to somehow not get that messy yeah, so yeah. props to them, props to them so before we let you go, we've got one more question for you uh-huh we do, yes, we do for it. speaking of survivors, I think the Hello. original survivor is who we're talking about here um a very important woman to both of us as we always say we don't think that she needs to be loved we just think she deserves to be loved mm-hmm. but she's unbelievably single so can you think of someone who could be with the one the only the original survivor mm-hmm. Cher
2: <gasps> someone like like Jan- Janelle Monet.
0: Ah, nice!
2: Yes. I could almost that's see. a. Go-
0: oh, imagine the album collab as well. Yeah, I Janelle Monae like a- and Cher—one like that. I I think that's be a real like good a one.
2: Super hot couple. They yeah. would be. A- I the feel like outfits. Janelle Monae would. The The really-
0: outfits.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel
0: like Janelle Monae is a really like giving lover as well. I feel like I feel like Cher oh my would be God, very Yeah,
2: spectacular. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, Janelle's a really good That might be that might be my favorite one yet. Yeah. Great choice, Freya. Thank you. Oh, thanks. No. What a pleasure.
1: And uh, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Thank so you. Fun. Hope you had a good time. Where can our listeners find more of you? They can find me
2: online. Um oh, on Twitter. go on. On you Twitter. My interest. What's that? Maybe maybe <laughs> you've heard of it. Um <laughs> gorgeous place. Just plug in. <laughs> Dive in. Mmm. Uh, I'm on. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm doing some stand-up, but I can't remember where I'm doing it. But it's in London. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have any big shows coming up? But well, they'll find. They can just go search for it on that Yeah, so
0: just if it they right. want to Look up Lazy Susan's incredible oh, of um,
1: BBC iPlayer schedule. Go find it. It's Please. incredible. It's like the Thank best much. schedule. Genuinely. I- I can't stop talking about it. Look it up on iPlayer. <laughs> it's the best sketch show on television in the past ten years. It's so brilliant. Oh,
0: Thank- Lazy Susan, guys. Get on it.
2: Thank so you so brilliant. Much.
0: Watch
1: it. Share it with your friends. They will. Share it with
0: share. Share it with Cher. Share it with Cher. She'd love <laughs> thank, it. Thank you so much for being here, Freya. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Bye. Oh, thank you. I, don't know what I was saying. Bye. <laughs> we're not going to see That's what the podcast starts. We haven't <laughs> got to say, bye, fuck off, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> the Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your
1: celebrity couple crush. So, email us on thewaytheywerepod@gmail.com, at gmail.com
0: or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for
1: listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.
0: The, the way they were. They were. 18 plus.